Hey community, this is Dr. Hugh, and you're listening to True Health Recovery, episode number 18. And the last uh, basically 10 days, I was on a trip. We took an RV trip down to Tennessee. I'm from Minnesota. So I had roughly 18 hours or 20 hours drive there and 20 hours drive back. And I totally geeked out. My wife was giving me those dirty looks because the only thing I was doing is listening to my content and didn't even talk to her. So I definitely heard a few words about how she was being ignored the time while we were driving. I told her, well, baby, it's all for human suffering. This is good content here. I got to listen to this stuff. Okay, so if you're out there and you're listening, give me a thumbs up, subscribe to the station, uh, write me a review if you're listening to a podcast or wherever you're listening, listening it to. This is going to be a video from YouTube. You guys know I love video. So down below in the link, you're going to see the link to the YouTube video. You also see a link to the PDF that I printed out as well. So you can follow along with the, with the graphs, but this is a very, very important, uh, webinar. We're going to be talking about your blood sugar and what hypo and hyperglycemia things do to you. So when you eat food, this is, this is the, the gist of the video. When you eat food, there should be one thing that happens, one thing, and that is your hunger pain should go away. If anything else happens besides that, that's a problem. If you get shaking, if you get fatigue, if you have more energy, any of these things are possibilities that you have dysglycemia. Now, if you have dysglycemia, things are not going to get better. You need to figure out your dysglycemia. So when you eat something, does your sugar level goes up? Do they go up and then do they crash and then you go to a hypoglycemic state? This is what that, this video is about. This is a very important lecture. And at the end of the video, I give you a little clinical tidbit that you can do at home to try and normalize some of your glucose problems. With that being said, remember, is where there's help, there's hope. And I hope you enjoyed or I hope you enjoy this podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. Today, I got another awesome webinar here. I've been geeking out for the last couple weeks here on blood sugar and how you must, must, must have your blood sugar regulated to a T. Now, if you're watching this and you're liking my content, give me a thumbs up, subscribe to my station, share this content, man, because there's too many people suffering that need this information. Now, at the end of this video, I'm going to give you a key clinical gem that you can apply to help your own blood sugar dysregulation. So let's get into this. So your blood sugar and your symptomatology. So let's kind of go over that. And what does that all look like? What does that mean? So do you have blood sugar dysregulation? So one of the things that we're talking about here is when we're talking about blood sugar dysregulation is we want to make sure that you don't have any insulin or sugar spikes, glucose or insulin spikes. Because when this happens, this can cause global inflammation and cause problems in your body and you not heal correctly. So this would be, I would say, a low-hanging fruit, but you need to have a strategic plan to move forward to figure out, do you actually have hypoglycemia? So let's kind of go over this. Now, this is a very, very critical question right here. Is right here, is no fatigue or change in energy after you eat meals. So this is very critical. <clears throat> when you eat food, what should happen? There should be one thing that happens and that's it. Your hunger pains go away, right? When you eat food, that's the only thing that we're looking for is your hunger pains go away. That would tell you that you have normal sugar 
and uh, you know sugar regulation. Now, if you have something other than that, like what would that be? So here, when you have hypoglycemia, okay, not enough sugar, your sugar drops too low, you're going to have energy after you eat. All right, so this is going to indicate that you have some kind of blood sugar dysregulation. And then we have insulin resistance right here, which would be too much insulin, too much sugar. This would be pre-diabetic or diabetes. And this here is if you have fatigue after meals. So this is real critical right here. Is one, when you eat, you should have no change in energy at all. Now, if you do, that tells you right there out the shoot that you have some kind of blood sugar dysregulation. It can be hypoglycemia, hyperglycemia, or it could be a mixed pattern. Okay, so if you have this, you're not going to get better the way you should. So we got to have some kind of strategy, some kind of technique on what needs to happen in order for you to get well. Now, this is normal glucose. You can spend some time looking at that. And this is hypoglycemia. One of the things with hypoglycemia is difficulty staying asleep. Now, what happens is when you're sleeping here, when you're, when you're in bed, what happens is your glucose starts to decrease and then your body needs to increase your glucose levels. Now, when you have hypoglycemia, your blood sugar drops too low and your body doesn't have the mechanisms to break down glucose, then you're going to wake up because norepinephrine and epinephrine, you know, those hormones, those, those fight or flight hormones start to kick up and then you wake up. Okay, so this is a classic example of you having hypoglycemia. And then right here, when you have too much insulin resistance or too much glucose, you have a difficulty falling asleep, crashed, crash in uh, after lunch, wake up not feeling rested. So you can look at that and see if you have any of these things. Now, let's go over what normal healthy glucose patterns should look like. Let's go over that. So the green right here is normal. So you eat some food, your blood sugar goes up a little bit, and then it comes down and then it normalizes like that. That's normal. Now, this is where we have a mixed pattern, hyper to hypo sugar level. So you eat something here, the yellow, you go really high, and then you crash, right? And then you get shaky and jittery, and then your blood sugar is all over the place, okay? That's one level. Or you could have the red one, you eat some food, and then you go to hypoglycemia, and then it comes up. So these are the patterns that we need to figure out. And then we have the blue pattern, which is you eat something, but it spikes too high, and then you drop not the hypoglycemic condition, but you're dropping. So what we really want to do here is we want to have we want to have you in this green, nice, symmetrical area. That's what we're looking for is the green right in here, the green right in here, and then you come down. All right. Now this is the general. This would be the the general symptoms of dysglycemia in general: hyper, hypo, or mixed pattern. Okay, fatigue, insomnia, mood swing, anxiety, depression, hair thinning. Yes, ladies, hair thinning. If you're not getting enough glucose to your to your hair follicles, you're going to get thinning hair. Um, I have a whole bunch of other content on that as well. Infertility and impaired metabolism to lose weight or gain weight. So both. Okay. So these are symptoms of too much sugar, too much insulin, fatigue after meals, impaired brain function after meals. Like you can't think, you have brain fog, brain fatigue. Sugar after uh, sugar cravings after meals, chronic inflammation, frequent urination, and exercise problems. Now, this is hypoglycemia, fatigue between meals, okay, crashing around 3 to 4 p.m., sugar cravings, improved energy and function 
after meals. So again, this is critical. You should eat, and the only change, the only change that you should get is your hunger pain should go away. If you've something other than that, you have a dysglycemia pattern, which means you have too much, too low. Um, you know, it can be a variety of different things. Okay, bouts of mental fatigue and difficulty staying asleep. Now, this is the gem. Let me let me get me to a little small little spot right here. So this clinically is the gem I'm going to show you right here. So they've done some studies. And you're going to see the glucose metabolism, right? This is blood glucose. So this is corn flakes. This is rice. These are meals now, turkey dinner, and then yogurt. So what they've done is they've had someone take corn flakes, and then they monitored their glucose, 0, 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, and 120. And you can see how this went up, right? It spiked, and then it came down. Now what they did in the blue here, they did glucose with 5 grams of fiber. Now, look what happened to the glucose. It was more level. It didn't go up so much. So if you have some of these patterns, these hyper to hypoglycemic patterns, just by taking fiber can equalize this out. This is one method. This is one, one polytherapy approach. Now, you may, not be able to tire, you, may, you may not be able to tolerate fiber, right? So you need to take this as, you know, you need a, you need a, you need a polytherapy strategic approach. But I wanted to cover this research study. Now, this is rice. Rice is almost immediately turns to sugar. So you can see rice, boom, high glucose in the blood, added five grams of, uh, five grams of fiber, and then you can see how, how that went down. So this is fiber with rice. Okay, we have turkey dinner right here, spiked, and then added five grams, went down. Here we have yogurt. So you can see what's happening just by five grams of fiber. This is with every meal now, just not once, but with every substantial meal. Now, what this actually did is the sugar normalized the pattern more like this, right? Okay, so that's the gem for today, blood sugar dysregulation. This is a huge problem with many, 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 many people. Again, if you like my video, give me a thumbs up, share it, subscribe. And just remember, folks, is where there's help, there's hope. Take care. Bye-bye.